Hi folks, this is Rich Larson. Join me every Thursday night at 7 p.m. for The Weekly List, a collection of songs and stories based on something happening that week or really whatever is on my mind. That's The Weekly List, Thursday nights at 7, right here on 95.1 KYMN, The One. Enjoy weekends with Wendy, Saturday and Sunday mornings here on The One. The Raider Wrap this morning. AJ, you were at the game last night. Uh, you're doing the play-by-play. Uh, sounds like the first quarter. Looks like Northfield came out, tried to stand, make a stance, and then it got ugly quick in the second and third quarters. Yeah, in the first quarter, the Raiders' defense was able to hold uh, the Mankato West Scarlets to zero points, which was just awesome to see. But then in the second quarter, West's offense decided to come alive. They put up, I think, four touchdowns in the second quarter, put up another couple in the third and might even put up another one in the fourth. But that first quarter, the Raiders' defense looked amazing, and the Raiders almost put up the first points of the game on their first on their opening offensive drive. And the things looked like it was going to be a pretty exciting game, but then West kind of just ran away with it um, after the first quarter. So in the fourth quarter, they didn't score at all. So did uh, Mankato West kind of clear their bench at that point? Yeah, in the fourth quarter, I think they brought in their backup quarterback. He's a sophomore, and they also brought in backup uh, running back uh, who got quite a few carries and even a couple of uh, backup wide receivers to kind of give Makai Collins some rest. You um, you've pretty much watched the Raiders all year. You've done most of the play-by-play games. And uh, what did you see from the team so far? I mean, they got a, they got another they got one more to go yet. They got Faribault on Wednesday night. But um, what did you see? What have you seen so far this year uh, under new coach tutelage of Brent Ewell? Well, from the beginning of uh, from the beginning of the season to now, they have improved tremendously. I mean, their first game was against Austin, who is not a very strong team, probably one of the uh, bottom tier teams in the Big Nine Conference this year. But the Raiders kind of struggled in that game, ended up getting the win. But they kind of struggled against Austin, which was a little bit concerning. But then going into the next few games, I mean, they looked. Uh, they kept looking stronger and stronger. And last week against Rochester Century, I think, was their most complete game. They dominated that game on both sides of the ball. And they kind of put a whooping against the Rochester Century Panthers. And to, and they didn't look that bad against Mankato West last night. Quite frankly, they, I mean, the first quarter, obviously, they shut out the best, um, the, one of the best teams in the state. And then, obviously, after that, they kind of started to pile on some points. But... They looked really good last night against one of the better teams in the state. So going from the first game of the season to now, I think that, I mean, they got Faribault on Wednesday, and ideally they win that game, which puts them at 500. And I think I was talking with the guys, you'll hear it in the interview later, they're predicted to get around like the third or fourth seed, which will have them going up against Austin or one of those other bottom-tier teams to start off the section playoff. So I'm really liking the Raiders in the position that they're in right now and to do a deep playoff run. Uh, Austin actually um, got beat by Mankato West 76 to nothing. So um, that, that should tell you a little something about, about uh, mm-hmm. not only Austin but Mankato West. Mankato West undefeated on the season. They've blown everybody out. Mankato West has allowed 13 points all season. Can you believe that? That's insane. Are they? Are, were they that good? I mean, was their defense that good? Were they big? Were they fast? I mean, what? What was it about you know Mankato West that it just seems like nobody can put any points on the board for these guys? West 
West guys are huge. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell from the press box. I mean, I had their heights and weights on a piece of paper in front of me, but I could tell from the press box that those guys were huge. And I mean, we've got we had quite a few sophomores in there, and they looked like little peanuts standing next to the Mankato West guys. But yeah, no, that they Mankato West had a huge size advantage. And I think a lot of those guys have been playing on varsity since their sophomore or junior years, so they've got a lot of experience down there. Yeah. Well, last year I know, um, you know, Mankato West, uh, Northfield actually put up a good contest last year against Mankato West and whatnot. So um, they and they had some good players back then. I think they're running back and their quarterback. They were juniors last year, and I think I can't. I think they're seniors this year. But um, so Mankato West is, you know, definitely something to uh, you know take notice with, and it'll be interesting to see how far they run in the playoffs as well. So uh, Fairbowl. Coming up, um, I talked to Ned Newberg earlier, and uh, he feels uh, pretty much as confident. He feels confident and pretty much the same that if the Raiders go to Faribault and played the way they did two weeks ago, they got a really good shot of, of taking down Faribault at home. Most definitely. And we're going into Faribault, so beating the Falcons on their home turf would be a whole lot of fun for the Raiders as they are across town rivals. But Faribault is 4-2. and two. They are on the other side of the Big Nine Conference. Uh, in the blue conference, so they don't they don't have as hard of a schedule as the Raiders, so their record might be a little bit uh, skewed compared to the Raiders' record. So I think on paper it's going to be a good matchup, but the Raiders, the way that they played last week against Rochester Century, I think they'll have a pretty solid shot at beating the Faribault Falcons on Wednesday. Awesome, awesome. And uh, you can catch that game right here on KYMN Radio and streaming live on KYMNRadio.net. AJ Reister will have all the play-by-play coming up for you on Wednesday night. So let's let's talk some other stuff. You were uh, you were out earlier this morning doing a little running around, so to speak. Uh, you weren't doing errands. Apparently, you were practicing cross country. How's how's <laughs> we had we had the cross country coach on a couple of the gals on a couple of weeks ago. That was kind of a fun interview. Um, where where are they at in the season right now? Are they are the sections uh, taking in place what's going on so we are right now we're in the middle of our taper we have conference on tuesday and then we'll have sections the on thursday next thursday not this upcoming thursday but the thursday after so we're kind of headed into that uh postseason kind of time for cross country and it's it's getting exciting we're in taper so we're going to see a lot of big time drops these next couple of weeks um are you are you running on the top six or top seven? How many how many are running for the varsity six? That seven run top varsity. Are you still yep. are you up there yet? I, I'm trying to hang up with um, those guys. I mean, we have a lot of really young talent on the boys side. We have some middle schoolers running varsity, which is just awesome to see. I've been myself. I've been dealing with the uh, stress fractures all year which has kind of been tough. So I haven't been able to put up um, performances like I have in the past. But I'd love to see these younger guys stepping up into these big roles, kind of filling the gaps where uh, me personally, I'm not able to fill just because of my injuries. But those guys have stepped up even in the last couple of weeks in these varsity uh, meets and have put up a lot, of, um, a lot of points. So it's been a lot of fun to watch, especially from a captain's per- perspective. Who's, uh, who's your number one? Who's your ace? What's their best time? Number one, Nathan Amundsen. He's been, he's a junior this year. Um, he was our number two guy last year behind Martin Bryce. Last year, I think his best time was a 16:49. Just last week uh, in Owatonna, he ran a 16:52. So he's getting right back down there, uh, right in time for conference and section. So expect 
some big time drops from him, and hopefully he'll be uh, going back to state as an individual, which will be a lot of fun. So, sixteen fifty-two. Who's uh, what? You have any idea who the top contender in the state is right now, and what their times are at, at all? Any idea? I, I can't name any names, but I'm gonna I'm gonna guess their time is around. Uh, it's gonna be sub sixteen thirty, maybe even around sixteen fifteen, and I'm sure. Um, they're going to try to be going for that sub uh, at, at the state meet. A lot of guys go sub 16, so they, they're they're quick. And I know Nathan's itching to get down um, below 16 um, 16.45 this year. So it should be fun to see him compete with a lot of those fast guys that are trying to um, that are under there under that time already, and see what he can do against those guys. Well, that sounds like it could be an interesting meet. And then state, it's right here, right? It is. It's at St. Olaf. So they're bringing it back. Last year they didn't run it, right? No, last year they kind of gave like a congratulations to the people who um, qualified for state, but they didn't actually run it. But this year we're actually going to run it, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. And that's uh, what, when is that state meet here in St. Olaf? I don't quote me on this, but I think it's like the first week in November. Okay, so probably that fifth or sixth or so, because you got you said you got. Tuesday you get a uh, meet, and then Thursday, Thursday the twenty first, right? You got um, yep. sections or a conference. Sections the twenty first, and then yeah, and then I think either a week or two after that is the state meet. Okay, okay, well, but yeah, so gives you a little bit of rest in between as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. It sounds like that sounds like you're fine. And then the girls cross country seems that they they were having a pretty successful year as well, or they were staying right in there. They had one oh, three yeah. in a row. Oh, yeah. No, the, the girls' team has been dominant all year. It's been a lot of fun to see them, especially compared to my first year where our, where our girls' team wasn't that good, like my seventh grade year to now, where we're kind of just dominating. I mean, we've won multiple invitationals this year. Last week in, in Owatonna for the Everberg Invitational, they took second with two of their top runners out. So ha- so that's, we weren't even at our uh, best squad last week, and we still took second at the Edberg Invitation, where we raced a lot of teams that we're going to see at sections. So seeing the girls be able to throw down those times like that and be able to score points like that, I mean, we we had a meeting today. The varsity, Both varsity teams had a meeting today with Coach Nicole, and she said, this girl's, they're going to taper the girls' team for the section meet to try and take the team to state, which is really exciting because I don't remember the last time the girls' team has actually gone to state for Northfield, so... That even being a possibility is unbelievable to be a part of. Wow, that sounds like fun. It'll be interesting. So, you uh, have you been keeping track of the swim team at all? How's the swim team doing? The girls' swim team—they've been doing pretty well. They've been—I mean, they've been dominant for the last few years. This year, I think it's been a little bit tougher. But I know uh, last week on Tuesday they had their senior night against Fairbo, and they whooped up on them. It was a lot of fun. Uh, seeing the seniors be able to do that uh, on senior night, um, I think the final score was ninety to eighty-six. But that was—I think they stopped scoring after um, one of the middle events because, uh, from what I actually went to that meet, and the girls were w- taking one, two, three in just about every single event. So it was—it was a lot of fun. Well, you're a senior this year. 
right? I am. I am. Uh, you are. So, <laughs> so crazy. Have, have, right? Um, it just seemed like yesterday when uh, yeah, you and I started working together. I mean, it's been almost three years, I think. So, um, yeah. But uh, uh, any, you know, anticipation for the future? I know you were talking about a couple of different colleges and stuff like that, but uh, any, have you whittled it down a little bit or you figured it out? A little bit. I'm starting to fill out some applications for a few colleges. Um, one college that I'm really looking at is the University of Texas, Austin. They have a great business and communications um, uh, program down there that I'd like to uh, kind of be a part of, which would be a lot of fun. And obviously they have great football down there, so I'd love to be able to go down there and watch some Texas football, maybe try and get in there and do a little bit of play-by-play for them. That would be awesome. That sounds like a, lot, a good time, right? Go to through college and watch Texas Texas play um, football. That'd be awesome. Exactly. It's about nineteen minutes after uh, ten o'clock. AJ Reister is our our live guest today, and uh, still coming up today, we've got Joel Olson that we were able to catch up to a little bit earlier today, and then of course AJ will be back with uh, live. Uh, or uh, an interview with Ian Stanton and, and Kyler Schultz. Obviously, uh, uh, it's uh, going to be pre-recorded <laughs> because yeah. AJ is. It's, it's not a, unless you run over here real quick and re-record that, I doubt that's going to happen. But and then <laughs> yeah. and then we'll have the Raiders scoreboard. So, uh, AJ, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, thanks for being a part of uh, everything that you do and all the sports and activities and. It's always good to hear, you know, uh, the positive uptake that you bring to the to the you know not only to the broadcast but to the Saturday morning program and stuff like that. And and uh, you know, uh, we've only got a few more months, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're in October. Yeah, we're it's not- crazy to think about. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, I mean it's October. You've got uh, November, December, January, February, March, April, May. I mean, t- <laughs> seven months, and you'll be a, a oh. high school senior graduate and uh, on your way to to Texas, possibly. Hopefully, we'll see what happens. We got to yeah. graduate first. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, get back to the books, buddy. I will. All right, thanks, AJ. Yeah, thank you, Jimmy. Have a good day, AJ Reister, joining us this morning live on KYMN on the Raider Wrap. And don't forget, you can catch all the play-by-play with AJ Reister coming up on Wednesday night. That's right, Wednesday, not Friday. Wednesday, seven o'clock, right here, KYMN AM ten eighty or KYMNRadio.net. We'll have more with Joe Olson and AJ Reister all coming up right here on the Raider Wrap on KYMN. Since eighteen seventy six, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. For homeowners or farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at WGoMutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut-rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut-rate operation. I treat you like family. 
Ritchie Eye Clinic, and LASIK Center. Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. Professional Pride Realty has experienced local agents with first-hand knowledge of the ever-changing markets. The Realtors and staff at Professional Pride are longtime members of the community and provide a wealth of knowledge of the local markets. They're genuine people who build genuine relationships. Whether it's time to sell your current home or looking to buy or upgrade to a new home, let Professional Pride and their accomplished team help you through the entire process from start to finish. Professional Pride Realty, providing you with good information to make good decisions. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap right here on KYMN, and that's the way we like it. It's National Sports Day today. I didn't know if you know that, but it is also National Dictionary Day. Uh, that sounds a little bizarre, but actually, it actually celebrates uh, Noah Webster. Uh, back in uh, 1806, uh, Noah Webster published his very first dictionary. So in order for him to actually establish and evaluate all the words Webster learned 26 languages, including Old English, Anglo-Saxon, German, Greek, Latin, Italian, Spanish, French, Hebrew, Arabic, and Sanskrit, just to put together an American dictionary of the English language. Do you remember when the first dictionary came out? Anyone answer that question? I certainly cannot. But it is, it is 1807. So... There you go, National Dictionary Day today, October 16th. 25 minutes after 10 o'clock, and we have sunshine today. Plenty of it with a high near 60. Then tonight looks like a clear skies, low of around 37. So getting back to those normal temperatures a little bit here over the next couple of days, but that only lasts for a short time. Sunday, it looks like sunshine and 67. So again, uh, average highs right around that uh, mid-50s area. So uh, above normal again for Sunday. Sunny skies, 67. Clear skies on Sunday night and a low of around 43. Monday looks like 74 with sunshine. And then Monday night, clear skies continue with 48. And then sunny and 71 again on Tuesday. Tuesday night looks like we finally see some clouds rolling back in, cooling off to around 48. Wednesday, a high of 66 with a low of around 43. Thursday, it comes back to a little bit more than normal. Cloudy skies, 53, and then Thursday night, low of 35. So it's going to get a little frosty out there. Friday, you can see some early early morning frost, otherwise sunshine, and warming back up to around 51. 48 in the Northfield area this morning. And we were able to catch up with the activities director, Joel Olson, uh, this morning. And he was on his way up north a little bit. And uh, let's hear what Joel has to say. Well, all I got to say is step outside, breathe in the fresh autumn air, and look at the sunshine. And that's the feeling you're going to get with our next guest, Joel Olson. Joel, good morning. How are you? Good. 
Good morning. I'm great. How are you guys? Uh, we're doing all right. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on uh, next week. I think it's MEA, um, and so they got a little shortened week there. I think the the Raider football team will take on Fairbowl next Wednesday, uh, Wednesday night because of the MEA. Um, what is MEA? Let's let's be real. <laughs> what, what, what is that? Well, the ori- the original uh, intent of that was for teachers to do staff development uh, for those two days in October. So we take school days off so they can go to St. Paul and, and do workshops and different things so they can uh, get better at their profession. And now uh, that has evolved to more of a two-day break for everybody. And uh, I think a handful of teachers may go and do some professional development, but this is a, a time of year where, you know, juniors and seniors and families uh, take some trips, maybe do some college visits, uh, teachers take a break, and uh, we play football on a Wednesday night. So what else is going on? So the football season is kind of winding down. we got Faribault, and then we got the, the section playoffs and things like that. So you've had... Um, cross country team seems to be doing pretty good. You got a, vo- a volleyball team who um, is in a rebuild, if you will. Um, what else has Joel Olson been doing? I- I'm assuming you were at the game last night. I was. Yeah, it was a good first quarter, um, and uh, then the uh, depth of Mankato West kind of started to pull. So uh, you know the end result. Kids played really well that first first part of the game and if they can continue that into next week I think we've got uh, a good shot at uh, beating Faribault so um, and then volleyball yeah uh, I don't know if you call it a rebuilding they're uh, uh, they got beat by uh, uh, Mayo last week uh, which would be the first time they've lost in three years in the conference and uh, they, they're in uh, Lakeville this week or this weekend uh, playing in a big tournament and uh, but they're still in the top 10 rankings and um, they're going to have a, you know, I think a strong showing in the once we start sections here in a couple weeks. Well, I know last year they didn't get a chance to do anything because of COVID, so they were undefeated last year, and the you know the anticipation was really high for that team, and it was just unfortunate that they they didn't get that opportunity. But um, I know that they've had a bit of some growing pains, but they seem to be coming together. So that's that's awesome to hear that they're uh, they're pulling it together because I know Tim was was talking about that um, team, you know, just getting that 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 the, the timing down and and just knowing how each player plays and 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 just being able to. See see where each player is on the floor. So it sounds like they've kind of figured some of that out. Yeah, they're, uh, uh, they, had a, they had a match on Thursday with Faribault, and Faribault's improved quite a bit. And uh, that wasn't an easy, you know, it was a three-set win, but it wasn't an easy one. That Faribault was, was really scrappy and, and kept it close, and um, so they had to really work for it. So, um, yeah, and then they've got their, their last one on Tuesday uh, at JM, I believe, and then uh, – Playoffs start on the 29th of uh, of October, so yeah, they're coming together right at the right time. So I know that uh, you know the season's coming to an end, fall season, but that means the winter season's right behind it. And actually, I don't know are they is is the winter sports already starting up at, at all, or where, where are you at with that? And what's all the yeah. planning? Dance team starts on the 25th, so the week right after MEA, and then the week after that, girls hockey will will begin or two weeks after that and then it's kind of a staggered start so all the way up until uh the end of november all the winter sports will start cranking up and uh get those kids from fall you know into the winter so 
uh, yeah, it's kind of an overlap a little bit. And, uh, you know, depending on how far you go into the playoffs with certain sports, some of those girls or boys will be playing, you know, trying to transition from fall to winter. And um, But we have, we've had great participation this this fall so far with uh, the number of kids out for sports. And, you know, that's great to see that they're, they're back and the crowds have been great. And, um, you know, just seeing that uh, what we lost and having having those uh, – people want to come back together as a community has been fun to see. Yeah. Uh, Stan Cheetah, I can't wait to see her get on the ice. She is absolutely dominating the soccer field this fall. And uh, I think she had six goals a week ago. So uh, we'll find out from AJ <laughs> today to see what what else she did in the past week. But uh, she's a great hockey player as well. And, and it's going to be exciting to see her back on the ice. So Yeah, um, yeah we've got a lot of kids like that that, uh, you know, they might play a fall sport as their secondary sport. And then they're, you know, hockey players, wrestlers. You know, it's good to see we have a mix of kids that, that are, we call them multi-sport athletes. So what do you, so from your standpoint, so, I mean, you're working on the fall, you're going to the games, you're interacting with other activities directors and different stuff like that, and you're, you're talking with, uh, you know, probably the state of Minnesota from time to time and stuff like that, and now you get the fall right on top of it. I mean, what what is the activities director chores, so to speak, are, I mean, you're, you're trying to wind down one season, ramp up the other one. What, right. what What's what's your day-to-day anymore? Well, um, actually, so... It's funny you ask. Uh, in, within the last week, uh, we've uh, kind of finalized the basketball schedule, and that's that's a big one for gym use. And so when we do that, then we meet with community ed and uh, make sure the, the spaces are open for practices and games. And then we meet with the youth associations like NBA, uh, volleyball, some of those folks, so then they can see what do we have that we're using, and then they come in to see what they can use for space after we're done and then actually yesterday um i was spending most of the day working on that gym schedule to make sure i've got everybody in the right spot and we're not overlapping um sports and things like that so that it's quite the puzzle once you uh get all those people around the table and then try to put everybody in a spot where everybody can have space and so that's that's been uh the transition part is, is just having the preparation done for just practicing and then uh, we got to finalize a couple of uh games for like hockey we're still waiting on a a couple of games we got to finish out that schedule and and then uh, i'm in charge of the uh section tennis tournament so i was i'm finishing that up too and uh so running that and so as far as duties go you've got the the day-to-day duties at your school but then you're also responsible for you're also responsible for uh, like section stuff, so that so I have tennis, and then in, in cross country, I have our uh, in Big Nine. I've got the uh, uh, golf. So in the spring is when it gets busy again. So uh, yeah, so we've got all these different different responsibilities in addition to the ones we have with our school. Well, you are the activities director, as we've mentioned in the past, but. Uh, activities doesn't mean just athletics. So what else is going on in the school that maybe we don't, they don't get all the limelight. They don't get all the, the sunshine and, and, and light. They, you know, maybe there's a, I don't know, is there a chess team or a thespian team or stuff, stuff like that that's going on that uh, we could be looking forward to coming up in the next few months? Yep, we uh, chess team's going on right now. Uh, they, they have competitions once a week. Uh, speech is going to start up here in a couple weeks. And... 
the theater is in full swing. We've got uh, two weekends of shows coming up um, in November. Uh, the Mystery of Edwin Drood is the fall play. It's a comedy. So if people would want to come and watch some great acting and uh, see the kids on stage, they can come to those at the high school. Uh, math team's going to kick up. Uh, Knowledge Bowl, um, Mock Trial, all of those groups are going to start uh, having their seasons come up in November, December. Uh, Olympic weightlifting is one we have, too, that uh, will start up in November. And uh, so, yeah, and then you just got the, the clubs that we have, and student council put on an awesome homecoming, and uh, we had a tremendous amount of participation and actually had 600 kids at a dance that uh, we were not ready for that. And, uh, <laughs> what do you, uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? We've ever had that many kids at a dance. <laughs> yeah. Everyone decided to come out and get footloose, huh? They did, and they were ready for it. Um, and you know, we don't. We and you know, the unsung heroes. Um, you know, are, are our admin team of Rico Boren, Nancy Viverka, and uh, Joel Lear. They're just awesome, and uh, they uh, they help spot me on games and stuff. As far as like, so I don't have to be there every single night. So they'll come and supervise some games, and and that's that is certainly helps with uh, my wife too. That I'm home once in a while, so. Um, this too, yeah, this too shall pass, as they going. say. <laughs> uh, so, um, can you? Is there? Is 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 like speech and things like that? Are they are they open to the public, or is that kind of internal? Yeah, it's more internal um, speech. They'll go to a school, and I mean, you you could go watch. Um, they use up basically all the classrooms, and kids are in different categories, and then they uh, uh, they compete against. Uh, those kids in those categories but you know you can go in and sit at a desk and watch if you like um, and then they have judges that judge and uh, but it's a it's an all-day affair and and I think uh, the majority of it is the kids watching each other and uh, parents helping out and things like that but um, but yeah it is open if people would want to come and watch and, and you know if they knew the times to to watch a certain student or something like that I know that when I was in public speech we would do every week we would have our internal group. So we would do stuff in our classroom. But then one time a year towards the end of the class, um, we would open it up to the student body and we would get in front of people and we'd have, oh, I don't know, 15, 20 people that would get up and it would be a couple hours, but you'd get up and do like a three to four minute presentation on a particular subject, whatever the, uh, either the teacher would uh, assign you or they would say, come up with a subject. And we would get up there, and it was actually quite entertaining. Some of them were extremely funny. Uh, many were dramatic, and of course, you know, you had some that were political, and and some that were just, you know, uh, facts and 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 you know, just numbers. Um, but to me, it was really, it was always interesting to see what these students came up with. That's why I asked if, you know, I think it would be extremely entertaining to to just get up and listen to what, the, you know, the the the, the children are 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 people of the future, uh, you know, have to say about certain things and how they present themselves. It just seems like it would be a, a fun afternoon to sit and listen to to some of their speeches. So that's kind of why yeah, I was asking. Talent. Yeah, the talent, the, the kids that have to do the research. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, they call it extemporaneous speaking where you, you just kind of speak off the cuff. They have humor, um, and yeah, and persuasive and arguments and things like that. And the kids really have to do a lot of work in not only doing research, but also in, in prepping. And so, 
yeah, by the time they're they're competing, um, they're pretty polished in, in their delivery and pretty amazing to watch them do that. I always I always like the uh, draw one out of the hat and you got two minutes to figure it out. That was always kind of fun. Yeah. Those yep. those got those got rather interesting. Um, like Joel, Joel Olson is our our guest this morning, uh, Northfield Raiders activities director. And what else? You're 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 obviously you're on your way. You're going to go catch uh, the Gophers, I think, today against Nebraska. Is that right? We are. Yep. Yep. Got a car full of people. Is that uh, just something? You is that just for the, the Joel Olson, or is that something that has to you know work? Are you going to go up to the college? Are you going to talk to some recruiters up there? What are you doing? No, this is purely fun. Uh, my uh, stepson is in the band, so we uh, we go up there to watch uh, the band. Um, you know, do their pregame and then during the game, postgame, uh, and and watching the Gophers is also you know fun for us. And so we we have tickets and we go watch those home games and and uh, so yeah, purely purely entertainment today. Well, very good. You got to get that. You got to get one of those days in once in a while. Yeah, yeah. All work and, then I'll and come home and rake leave. There you go. All all work and no play makes Joel a dull yeah. boy. Right. So, well, enjoy your afternoon. Thanks for joining us on the program today. It's always a pleasure to have you out here. Um, you know, good luck to you uh, and the and the uh, you know rest of the season, not only in the fall season, but uh, continued through the winter. Well, thank you, and thank you for all your support. All right, Joel Olson, our guest, right here on the Raiders. Sports Talk, Raider Rap, right here on KYMN. Fall into savings with cooler weather means hotter deals here at Northfield Ford Chrysler. Visit us to see the latest F-150 trucks along with pre-owned cars and trucks available in every price range and fall into savings. Come see the difference at Northfield Ford Chrysler. If you're ready for an extraordinary sales experience, we're ready to serve. Open six days a week, located on Highway 3 here in Northfield. From the Northfield Ford Chrysler team, the home of the best price guarantee, Go Raiders! Are you tired of paying ATM fees? This is Sue White from Community Resource Bank. We think you should be able to get access to your money without a fee. That's why we offer surcharge-free ATMs through the MoneyPass network. MoneyPass has thousands of ATMs coast-to-coast that allow you to withdraw money without a fee. Just look for the MoneyPass logo and use your existing Community Resource Bank ATM or debit card. You can download the MoneyPass app or go to www.moneypass.com to find the closest ATMs. Community Resource Bank in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville. Let's bank together. Member FDIC. Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone? And mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. So for homeowners, auto, or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. And that's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. So what do you get when you combine Southern Minnesota's most experienced LASIK surgeon with Southern Minnesota's newest, most advanced laser center? At Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, we have the Alcon Allegretto laser featuring the latest wavefront technology, the Contura. Combine that with my experience, you get peace of mind. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center.
Good morning and welcome back to the Raider Wrap right here on KYMN. Sunny skies today, high near 60. Cooling off tonight around 37. Sunny and 67 tomorrow. So another beautiful weekend in the making. And uh, speaking of which, we talk about a little bit about weather. Uh, El, it's not El Nino, it's La Nina for a small girl, but it has nothing to do with that. It's actually a weather pattern in case you you hear that from time to time and people are always going, well, what is what does that typically mean? Well, the biggest impact of uh, La Nina on North America is rain, snow, and temperatures, which uh, they tend to be felt during the winter months. And generally speaking... The winters tend to be drier and warmer than normal across the southern U.S. and cooler and wetter in the northern U.S. and Canada. At least that's what they're saying. And it's been back-to-back. This is the first time um, it's been La Nina weather two years in a row. It was last winter as well, and now they're talking about this this winter being the La Nina once again. And they call it the double dip. It's a term for La Nina two years in a row. But you wouldn't tell over the next few days. Sunday or Sunny skies on Monday, 74, a low of around 48, and Tuesday back up to 71 at the low of 48. It's uh, unbelievable how great uh, the weather has been over the past several months. It'll taper off a little bit more in the weekend, so we're going to put the old La Nina in the back rear view mirror for today because it's going to be absolutely beautiful sunny skies in 61 49 currently under sunny skies let's catch up with aj reister one more time he's got a, a meet the raider with ian stent and kyle schultz aj come on down good morning northfield raiders and welcome back to raider rap i'm aj reister raider class of 2022 here with football all-stars ian stent and kyle schultz how are you two doing today oh i'm doing amazing I'm also doing good. Uh, feels good to come off a win. Yeah, no kidding. That was, that was awesome. We'll get to that win here in a little bit, but let's start off with some get-to-know-you questions. We're about what, a month, month and a half into school. How's it been going for you guys? Uh, pretty easy. Senior slide. Not too <laughs> challenging. A lot of pretty simple classes. Not too much homework. Yeah, just the same. Uh, same old, same old every day. You know, you come in, you do your work, and uh, you get it done. Good mm-hmm. grades, and yeah. Exactly. Ian, we just had our business management test today. How'd that feel for you? <laughs> uh, a little shaky about it, but uh-huh. oh well. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably get a good grade on it. So. Of course. It's business management. Yeah. <laughs> and what kind of classes are you guys taking? Just the required courses, obviously, econ, Englishes, but then I have a couple, like a business management class, art i have to take because it's required so um otherwise those are basically my classes i really did the, a lot of the required classes of junior year so this year i'm just taking a lot of like fun classes that just kind of interested me there you go i'm just trying to take it easy just have a little fun with the it. credits yeah there you go and then are you guys in any other sports outside of football I'm not. I'm considering playing golf, but Ooh. there's not too good of a chance of that happening. That'd be kind of fun, though. Uh, I also play basketball and baseball. So there you go. That's looking awesome. Looking forward to those seasons. Heck yeah. You guys are both seniors this year, and obviously the big question for you guys is, do you have an idea of what you're going to do next year, or are you kind of still sitting on that one? I've been visiting UND a lot, and I'm pretty interested in like the aviation program and air traffic controlling programs up there. Um, I've been looking at a couple colleges for computer science and obviously to play football at one of those colleges as well. So 
I mean, awesome. Yeah. Big decisions coming up for you guys. Yeah. Now we get into some of those football questions. Like we said at the beginning of the show, a big win last Friday against Rochester Century. What went well in that game, and what are you hoping that carries into this week? From the offensive standpoint, we just were clicking on all cylinders, and that was probably one of the biggest things after coming off of a shaky game two weeks ago. Just keeping the momentum going through this West game, even though they're a tough team, just still battling through that and then playing against a pretty decent Faribault team that I know that we can beat as well. So just always keeping that momentum going and firing in on all cylinders. In this entry game, our run game opened up pretty well, like as the game went on, which kind of made them respect it. And then it also opened up the passing game a little bit more. And that might be a key factor for this week against West. That'd be pretty. Yeah, awesome. we also our defense was pretty much perfect throughout the game, and we get a couple key turnovers that really keeps that momentum on our side and really just drags them down. It helps when our defense can make those big stops and get those key turnovers. We also came out pretty fast in Century earlier in the season. We kind of waited to see how the other team played, but the, against Century, we really came out pretty fast. I'm talking about that. Mankato West game at the time this is being recorded you guys haven't played the West game when this actually goes on the air it'll be the day after so kind of getting your thoughts before this before the Mankato West game what are kind of some things that you'll be working on in practice this week to kind of prepare for that big game we've kind of just attacked it as any other game like they're a team that we have to play and we have no choice of if we can play on Friday night or not we're going to play the game no matter what and so coach Yule has really been preparing us for not really the game but our mindsets for the game and giving us some good feedback about what the team we can be if we put up a good fight and it doesn't matter the outcome of the game or not it's just if we can go out there compete show the fight from our whole entire team it's not too often you get to play the best football team in the state mm-hmm. so it'll be it'll be cool to see what we can do against them yeah playing against those top dogs and Ian, before we got on the air here we kind of talked a little bit about how Yule's kind of got a little bit of a leadership group going and what are kind of some things that you guys talked about yeah, in that so, leadership group going into this game so we have four seniors three juniors and three sophomores on that all of them play varsity so we all have some experience of what it's like to play on the winning side of the football and on the losing side of the football and he just wants us to get the whole team ready especially for the biggest game of the season so far so it's really nice that he goes to us for the leadership and just to relay the message to the whole entire team. So now kind of taking a step back a little bit, kind of looking at the entire season overall, have there been any underclassmen that have caught your eye this season? Uh, yes. Camden Kaiser, uh, Jacob Geiger, and Austin Kep have really came out and been like, honestly, X-Factors for our defensive side of the ball and offensive side of the ball. They're just like a spark plug that just is always there for when we need it on defense and offense. Geiger, he came in and instantly was getting turnovers that were key contributors to the game. Uh, Kaiser, he stepped in for me, an outside backer, and he's played phenomenal football, always hardworking. And then Kep, he's been rotating in at the wide receiver position, which has got us a couple touchdowns. He's he's a big sophomore, and so mm-hmm. he uh, he can go up and get the ball, come down with it, and get a couple key touchdowns for us. And like you mentioned, all three of those guys are sophomores, so they're getting some some key varsity time now, yes. which is going to pay oh, off yeah. later on. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some team goals that you guys are looking to accomplish going to the last two games of the season? Uh, really just kind of like prepare our team for playoffs. We've set ourselves up for a, a good look at to have like a pretty deep run into the playoffs. So we're just trying to 
really start to execute our offense and defense and making ourselves look as good as we can going into the postseason. Yeah, we're really trying to keep that momentum from the century game, from the whole season, taking away the really positives of that and turning it into good playoff football, no matter the outcome of this game, the Faribault game, but just new slate during the postseason and starting off super fast. Most definitely. That, that'll be awesome to watch you guys get into the postseason. Oh, yeah. uh, last year you guys played in Austin, mm-hmm. and that first game, that was one of the uh, first couple games I actually called for you guys. And that, I remember that was the win, the sole win that for you guys last year, and that was just an awesome atmosphere to be yeah. to be there to watch. So hopefully you'll see a lot more of that going into this postseason. <laughs> we actually uh, started the dog pound. If you ever heard yeah. the dog pound around school, uh-huh. on the sideline that game, <laughs> we were barking <laughs> like crazy. <laughs> Because there's a play called Wishbone, and so it's kind of just like, we started calling it Dogbone, and so we started barking a lot, and so if you ever hear a lot of barking going on, that's just, that's where it all originally started from, so that's just kind of a little fun fact from that game, so that game kind of just kept carrying it on from the end of the season, and it's really helped us keep a good momentum throughout the season, so... That's awesome. So if you ever hear barking in the hallways, just yeah. don't worry. It's just the football guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then are there any personal goals you guys are looking to accomplish before the end of your senior season? Really just paving the way and like kind of setting down the expectations that you will set out as the new head coach. Uh, just playing as hard as I can, just doing whatever I can for the team to help out. Yeah, really setting a good example for these freshmen, sophomore, juniors that will get this varsity feeling next year. Just continue to play hard-nosed football the right away like it used to be a couple of years ago. Exactly, and that's what it means to be a senior, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing the way for those younger guys to keep the success going. So that's awesome. My final question for you guys is, Obviously, a big thing last couple of years, COVID-19. Last year, protocols were a little bit different, but what, pro- what are the protocols this year that have kind of that are a little bit different than last year? Last year was really weird because we couldn't really be together for a long period of time, and we kind of had to space out even outside. We even have to wear masks outside and stuff. So this year, we're a lot closer together. No masks, really, unless we're in the locker room or the weight room. And so it kind of just gives us this tighter bond almost that we're closer together so it really has helped us get stronger as a team and just keep plowing away another thing it did is last year i believe the season started around right about now so it was like the games were a lot colder and we got to play some warm games and now we're getting into like the start of it getting kind of cold so Hmm. like the temperatures and like the practices are a lot different like Last year's practices, some of them, as I'm sure you know, one of of them was in six inches of snow. So Uh, a lot of adversity last season. Yeah, I remember calling those football games and it was freezing, basically Mm -hmm. snowing. And last year I was sitting on the benches. They didn't let us in the press box, so I was freezing my butt off too. Mm -hmm. We haven't brought out the jackets yet. Yeah. Uh, So that's nice because when I'm sitting on the sideline, you know, I always need one of those jackets. So Yeah. Now, hopefully, hopefully you get to play in some cold, cold weather games because that means you're going deep into the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, we're pumped for that. We're prepared to play deep into the playoffs, and no matter who tells us our odds in a game, we always go in there thinking that we're going to be the team with the positive outcome. Mm-hmm. So, heck yeah, that's the mentality, baby. Yeah. Well, thank you, Ian and Kyle, for coming in today. I had a great time. Good luck the rest of the season. Yeah, thank Thank you. you. Yeah, thank you guys. We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to Raider Rap on KYMN 95.1, The One.
Attention Northfield Pharmacy patients! Following the recent sale, all Northfield Pharmacy patients have been transferred to Walgreens. It's your health and your choice on where you fill your prescriptions. Sterling Pharmacy offers the same great service you've been used to at Northfield Pharmacy, and we're only 900 feet from your old pharmacy. Call Sterling at 507-645-4455 or visit us at YourSterlingPharmacy.com to transfer your prescriptions today. We look forward to meeting you. Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Drs. David Brust, David Buck, Amy Finn, or Michael Thompson. Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service, while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at SchmidtHomes.com for more information. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. Another new addition that's coming to Dundas is called Tower Heights. It's an extension of the Bridgewater Heights neighborhood up by the roundabout on Highway 1. We're going to have about 30 single-family lots, and they are ready now. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. You're listening to a Raider Rap right here on 95.1 The One KYMN. Don't forget to check us out Wednesday night. A.J. Reister brings you all the live play-by-play as the Northfield Raiders take on the Faribault Falcons. That's Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, right here on KYMN. And don't forget to check out Farmington versus YZ. That's going to be a big duel. That's Ned Newberg. He'll be broadcasting live on Thursday night. Don't miss all the action because we'll have it right here again on KYMNRadio.net. And if you want to check us out and uh, check back and see what's going on with the Raider Rap, you can always go to KYMNRadio.net, click on Programs, go to the Raider Rap, and then find any of the interesting interviews and highlights that were happening during that week. If you like, that's all going on on KYMNRadio.net right here on 95.1, the one. It's just a couple minutes in front of 11 o'clock. We're winding things down on this week's Raider Wrap. Let's find out what's happening with all the sports and highlights. He's back. He never goes away. Not just yet. AJ Raystar. Welcome to the Raider Scoreboard on Raider Wrap on KYMN 95.1. The one. I am your host, AJ Raystar, Raider Class of 2022. And we have a full slot of games to go through. Let's start off with the girls from the dive team who beat Faribault 90-86 to on Tuesday on their senior night. The boys' soccer team lost to Rochester Mayo 4-1 to in the first round of the section playoffs on Tuesday. The Raiders end their season 3-7-1 overall. The girls' soccer team lost to Lakeville South in the first round of the section playoffs as well on Tuesday 4-0, and they end their season 3-9-2 overall. The volleyball team lost to Rochester Mayo on Tuesday 3-2, Mayo took the first set 25-22, to 
Then the Raiders took the next two, 25 to 12 and 25 to 17. Then the Spartans took the next two, 26 to 24 and 17-15, to hand the Raiders their first in-conference loss of the season. Sidney James led the team in kills with 17. The volleyball team swept Faribault on Thursday, three to nothing. The Raiders took the first set, 25 to 18. The second, 25 to 14, and the final set, 25 to 17. Sydney Janes and Hannah Coaster each had nine kills on the night. On Friday, the Raiders played in the Todd L. Bachman Invitational in Lakeville. The Raiders won their first game against Hill Murray 2-0 after taking the first set 25-12 and the second 25-22. Sydney Janes had seven kills in that game. And then later on that Friday night, the Raiders beat New Prague 2-0 after taking the first set 25-16 then the second 25-10. Sydney Janes led the team in kills with 11 as the Raiders improved to 19-5 overall and sit in second place in the Big Nine Conference. The football team lost to Mankato West last night 48 to nothing on senior night. The Raiders were not able to get anything going offensively, even though the defense held one of the top-ranked teams in the state to zero points in the first quarter. The Raiders are now 3-4 and four on the season and sit in fifth place in the Big Nine Conference. That's all I've got for the Raiders scoreboard. Be sure to stay right here for more sports on KYMN 95.1. The one. Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. The buying and selling process of a home can be intimidating, so let an experienced local Professional Pride Realtor help navigate you and be your best advocate through the entire process from start to finish. Their caring and honest agents and staff want you to be successful in selling your current home or finding the home that's right for you. Professional Pride Realty is dedicated to providing a more personalized service while educating buyers and sellers on today's ever-changing market. Professional Pride Realty, providing you with good information to make good decisions. Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! Well, stick a fork in this, people. We're done, at least for this week. This week's Raider Wrap with Jimmy LaRue, A.J. Reister. Thanks to Ian Stanton, Kyle Schultz, along with Joel Olson. Always a pleasure. Good luck. Go Gophers. And we'll catch you next week. Jimmy LaRue bidding you adieu. Enjoy. Have a great rest of the day. It's going to be glorious indeed. Enjoy it. Take part of it and have some fun. That's all I got to say today. We'll catch you up next time. Right here on 95.1, The One. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club restaurant, where the pavilion and patio are open seven days a week. Join us for food, fun, and camaraderie. Dining here is definitely worth a short drive. Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club has become much more than hunting and clay targets. From pointers and horses to weddings, banquets, dinner and drinks, the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club is truly one of the premier sporting facilities in the world. For information on everything from shooting sporties to patio dining and takeout menu from the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club restaurant, check out Horse and Hunt. The best live luck this season. Let's go, Raiders. Real Radio, True Variety, 95.1, The One.